shining a light on autism and life as an autistic person. Welcome to My Friend Autism, a podcast breaking down barriers, stigma and misconceptions around autism while increasing understanding and acceptance of the autistic community. And now, here's your neurodivergent host, Orion Kelly. Welcome, it's great to have you watching or listening to my friend Autism. It's my podcast all about autism. I'm Orion Kelly, that autistic guy. I'm here to help you raise your level of understanding, acceptance and appreciation of the autistic community. So please check out my amazing YouTube community, part of my primary channel, that autistic guy and this channel, my YouTube channel, which is just video podcast. That's literally all it is, Orion Kelly podcast. Now, you might be watching the video podcast. Thank you for doing that. You might be listening to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for doing that. What are we talking about? How about we talk about ADHD and autism? But I'm going to go deep, all right? So we're going to talk about the differences, but also we're going to talk about some similarities, some connections, and I will go as far as to even provide you with 10 signs that you may have both. That's right. You may be autistic and have ADHD. 10 signs. We better lay the groundwork down first, okay? Now, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a healthcare professional, practitioner. I'm not an academic. This isn't a lecture or a consultation. This is just me, Orion, an autistic dude, sharing my own personal experiences and my own thoughts and having a discussion about it. Of course, I do research. That's kind of expected, right? Anyway, so, you know, it's just a conversation based on what I know, and it's probably wrong. <laughs> Does it matter? Not really. All right. What is ADHD? Because this is called My Friend Autism. So I am assuming you have come to the party with a working knowledge of autism. At its most basic level, it's a neurodevelopmental condition, disability, where autistic people struggle with all manner of things, including social and communication, interaction, repetitive or restrictive behaviours, sensory sensitivities, and look, many other things. It's a different brain. But it's called my friend autism, so I assume you have to have some sort of understanding. You might not have an understanding of ADHD, though. Well, the DSM-5, and that's really, you know, for a large portion of the world, what we use, the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, 5th edition, says, Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, ADHD, is one of the most common mental health disorders affecting children. Hmm. Right. ADHD also affects many adults. Symptoms of ADHD include inattention, so not being able to keep focus, hyperactivity, excess movement that is not fitting to the setting, so excess movement that is disproportionate is what they're saying, and impulsivity, impulsivity, 
That was a hard one for me and I apologise. So things like hasty acts that occur in the moment without thought. This is not my words, right? DSM-5. ADHD is diagnosed as one of three types. You've got your inattentive type, you've got your hyperactive impulsive type, and you've got your combined type. <laughs> so this, yeah, right, okay. <laughs> There's no lab test to diagnose ADHD. Diagnosis involves gathering information from parents, teachers, and others, filling out checklists and having a medical evaluation to rule out other medical problems. That sounds exactly like the diagnosis process for autism, right? If you have a kid and they're being diagnosed, it's exactly the same. The symptoms are not the result of a person being defiant or hostile or unable to understand a task or instructions. So we talked about the types. Let's just briefly go through the types. Just so we have a bit of groundwork here. So the first one they said was the inattentive type. So it's diagnosed by identifying six or, believe it or not, only five for people over 17. So the the older you get, the less they need to identify. So five to six, the following symptoms that occur frequently. Doesn't pay close attention to details or makes careless mistakes in school or job tasks has problems staying focused on tasks or activities such as during lectures, conversations or long readings. I actually thought everyone was like this because this is this is obviously – I actually thought everyone was like this. It turns out they're not. Does not seem to listen when spoken to. Seems to be elsewhere. Is it just me or when you go through these, as an autistic person, do you like resonate with almost all of these? Anyway does not follow through on instructions and doesn't complete schoolwork, chores or job duties, may start tasks but quickly loses focus. Man, this is me. Has problems organising tasks and work. For instance, does not manage time well, has messy, disorganised work, misses deadlines. By the way, I'm, I'm reading these from the DSM-5, obviously. So these are the, the identifying Symptoms for inattentive type of ADHD. Avoids or dislikes tasks that require sustained mental effort, such as preparing reports and completing forms. Again, who doesn't? That's, anyway, that's, well, I I obviously hate that forms and those types of things. And people say it's sustaining mental effort. It's not sustaining mental effort um, and you can't do it. It's sustaining the mental effort of, Who gives a crap about your stupid report and your stupid forms? Like, anyway. And and by the way, these are the kind of forms too, right, where like you'll fill it out and then you hand it to the person and then they ask you all the same questions again. It's like, why don't they fill the form out for? Or, you know, when you go to like the doctor and they ask your name and your number and your birth date every time? It's like, but you got it. And when I say it, it's there. And if if you're like you're, you're trying to make sure I'm the right person, like, well, why have I rocked up at the exact same time and said my name and time for the appointment? What? Are, what is? Who does that anyway? Whatever. I'm already losing it here. Inattentive type. <laughs> Often loses things needed for tasks or daily life, such as school papers, books, keys, wallets, cell phone, eyeglasses. <laughs> oh man, inattentive type is easily distracted. Forgets daily tasks like doing chores, running errands. 
Older teens and adults may forget to return phone calls, pay bills, and keep appointments. Wow. Oh, man, there's a lot of bells there. I mean, this is no news for me, but I'm saying. All right, let's talk about the next one. So you've got your hyperactivity, impulsive type of ADHD. Hyperactive, impulsive type is diagnosed by, again, by identifying six or five for people over 17. So five to six of the following symptoms that occur frequently. Fidgets with or taps hands or feet or squirms in seat. Do you see what I'm saying when I start to say you go through ADHD and if you're autistic, how similar these things are or how they resonate? That's why I've got 10 signs why you may be both in this podcast. Not able to stay seated. Mm, Home, class, work. Sound familiar? Sounds familiar to me and my kid, I'll tell you. Kids actually. (laughs) Runs about or climbs where it is inappropriate. (laughs) This is the hyperactivity impulsive type of ADHD. I'm not describing autism at this point. Unable to play or do leisure activities quietly. (laughs) Wow. Always on the go as if driven by a motor. How many times have you heard, if you have an autistic kid, have you heard an OT or, you know, like, I don't know, someone tell you, tell your kid, is your motor over revving? Is your motor going too fast? Like, oh, you think, what is your, what did your kid have a motor inside? Like, you know what I'm, I mean? And we're not talking about autism at the moment. Here's another one for hyperactivity, a hyperactive and impulsive type of ADHD. Talks too much. Wow. Another one. Blurts out an answer before a question has been finished. For instance, may finish people's sentences. Can't wait to speak in conversations. What is happening here? I'm an autistic person and I know that it can frustrate people when I can't wait to speak in a conversation. If you've brought up something that has any interest to me, it's almost impossible for me to not want to contribute as quickly as possible because 99% of the stuff I can't contribute about. Anyway, this is not actually talking about autism. We're talking about ADHD here, my friends. Okay, another symptom that can occur frequently for the hyperactive impulsive type of ADHD is has difficulty waiting your turn such as waiting in line. Difficulty in waiting for your turn such as while waiting in line. Could also be waiting a turn to talk, right? The final one is interrupts or intrudes on others. For example, cuts into conversations games or activities or starts using other people's things without permission. Wow. Older teens and adults may take over what others are doing. Are you an autistic person? Are you saying, hang on, you've just described me, but are you a person that has ADHD and said, well, hang on, you've just described me? Amazing, huh? There's a connection. What is the connection? I've got 10 signs that you could have both. But first, let's talk about the connection. I I won't lie to you when I say, just doing this podcast up until now and just hearing myself even say it is just the most bizarre experience. I I, I can't tell you how deeply I resonate with everything everything that I'm reading. And it's not my stuff. Like I said, it's research I've done. Wow. Now, of course, the third version, right? You said 
remember we talked about there's a third version, which is a combination of both. So we're not going to do that because we've just done the two. It's just every, all of those or a combination of them, sorry. So what is the connection, my friends? Okay, let's talk about it. ADHD is one of the most, if not the most common, co-occurring condition in autistic people. Now, it's been found that the co-occurrence of autism and ADHD can actually complicate early diagnosis. This is fascinating when you think about it. Further to that, the symptoms of ADHD can actually distract parents, carers, partners, clinicians from considering or even identifying an autism diagnosis because they tend to attribute those concerns to ADHD. Did you hear that right? The symptoms of ADHD can actually distract from a potentially clear and valid autism diagnosis because the challenges, the traits, the symptoms, whatever you want to call them, are attributed to ADHD. Blow my mind. Some studies even suggest that when both conditions occur together, the presence of each condition amplifies the symptoms of the other condition. And this also increases the likelihood of additional conditions. See, this is, this is like, I'm, I'm not... I think this is a, I've made this for myself, this podcast, because I'm my own mind is being blown by the information that I'm reading out to you. Did that last pit like blow your mind? The presence of each condition amplifies the symptoms of the other, increasing the likelihood of additional conditions. Does that not blow that blows my mind? Anyway. I guess I better move on. I guess I better move on. Studies have also shown that autistic people with co-occurring ADHD can actually have more difficulties in reading people's emotions, feelings, and in holding, recalling, and manipulating critical periods of information. Man, that's astounding, huh? There's research too that's found that autistic people with co-occurring ADHD may be at an increased risk of developing other psychological conditions, things like anxiety, depression, bipolar, disruptive behaviour and tick disorders. Many of these symptoms can seem very similar to each other condition. But of course, from a clinical point of view, ADHD and autism are clearly separate and distinct conditions. Absolutely. I get that. Completely agree. But when you read the research, there's a few things to say. Okay, so if you're autistic, there's a very high likelihood you also have ADHD. Okay. Now, if you're not autistic and you have ADHD... The likelihood isn't the same that you're autistic. It, it just isn't. Okay. But being ADHD may in fact cloud the prognosis of an additional autism diagnosis. It doesn't mean it's the same. 
So autistic people are very likely to also have ADHD, although people who are not, not autistic are not as likely to have autism because they have ADHD. Right? There's, a, there's a distinct difference there. But, of course, then there's, there's these connections. Now, I'm autistic and I, I absolutely relate to the manifestations of ADHD. Now, that makes sense statistically. Okay, so maybe you have ADHD and you're not autistic or you don't have a diagnosis and you think, I don't relate to autistic people or their experiences. And others may go, I deeply relate and resonate with the autistic experience. And I was diagnosed with ADHD many years ago or as a child or, or recently. Maybe you would in a way denied an autism diagnosis because as the statistics say, you know, those symptoms, they, I guess, get in the way. They complicate the insight. So there's a lot of stuff to unpack here. I guess what we'll do first, we're going to do the 10 signs, I reckon, that you, you could potentially be both. But first, let's talk about some of the differences. And again, it's a grain of salt, guys. It's research and it's thoughts. It's a grain of salt. It's just, it's just for discussion. So many of the symptoms that you could say seem similar but actually are distinct are things like autistic people can struggle to focus on things that they don't like or we're not interested in, right? So we love passions and special interests. We tend to focus on our special interests and our passions, whereas people with ADHD can often dislike or, or avoid things they'll have to concentrate on. So, again, grain of salt. Autistic people will avoid things they're not interested in. People with ADHD will avoid things or dislike things that make them want to concentrate. You know, they'll avoid the, uh, the act of concentrating or doing the things rather than avoid the things they don't have an interest in. Again, everyone's different. I'm just trying to provide a couple of generalised differences before we get to the similarities and the signs. Because, you know, this is... We're talking about the mind here. We know so little about the human brain still. It's astounding. Autistic people tend to struggle with social awareness, with interactions, right? So our issue with interaction and communication is part of our diagnosed condition. Things like eye contact, small talk, reading cues, you know, we've talked this in many videos and podcasts. We can also find it challenging to identify and convey our thoughts and feelings, things like alexithymia. So it's not like we don't have thoughts and feelings. It's we find it hard to identify them and convey them, okay? Alexithymia, thymia, whatever you want to call it, right? That's a big one. So whereas a person with ADHD, as a rule, because they're not autistic, if that's the case, doesn't experience those challenges and conversely, can sometimes come across like they never stop talking. They also tend to interrupt others or butt in and control conversations regardless of the topic of discussion. Now, the reason why I wanted to make that point, again, this is just a generalised point. For autistic people, we can do the same thing, right? So interrupt, butt in, control, but it would only be if the conversation at hand was about a special interest or passion of ours. That's a distinct difference. Now, one more and then we'll, we'll do some signs, okay? An autistic person can rely on, as you know, structure, order, routine, 
sameness in pretty much every aspect of our life. We can become rigidly attached to these routines, these things. We find it hard to deal with change. Whereas a person with ADHD can actually struggle to do the same thing over and over or for long periods of time. So there's a difficulty in focusing. Autistic people, on the other hand, we can get stuck on our special interests, our passions for hours without any idea of the time. Someone intense focus. You see the difference? A difficulty focusing or an intense focus. All right. Just general stuff, guys. Don't take, don't take it personally. I'm just, just general stuff. So 10 signs that you may have autism and ADHD. Again, grain of salt, not a consultation, just me having a conversation. So we've got, we've got autism, right? It's a complex neurodevelopmental condition. Presents with difficulties in social interaction, communication, restrictive, repetitive patterns of behavior, interests and activities, sense, sensory sensitivities. ADHD or attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Also a neurodevelopmental condition. It affects attention, hyperactivity, impulsivity. ADHD can make it difficult to focus on tasks, controlling your impulses, managing your energy levels. But statistically, you could be both. So let's go through some signs you could be both. You, in fact, could have ADHD and be autistic. Social interaction is number one. So we know autistic people have difficulty with social interaction and communication. However, those with ADHD can also struggle with social cues and have a hard time waiting for their time to speak or play. Number two, repetitive behaviours. Now, the common sign of autism is repetitive and restrictive behaviours, but people with ADHD can also display repetitive movements, like tapping their feet or fingers. Now, again, what we're doing here, because as I said, this isn't a consultation, this isn't a lecture. What we're doing here is we're saying there's actually similar manifestations, and the question is, is it a combination of both? Because it actually st statistically is for some. And this can help you see if it is a combination of both or it isn't. Number three, sensitive sensory sensitivities. So autistic people, as you know, we can be hypo or hypersensitive. So that's like over or under experience. Okay, so imagine being hypersensitive to certain sensory stimuli. This is interesting though. People with ADHD also experience sensitivity to noise, light, touch. Mm. So let's say you have ADHD and you happen to experience these particular things that other people with ADHD don't. That could be a connection, a correlation to having ADHD and being autistic. Conversation starter. Number four, hyperactivity. Autistic people, they display hyperactivity. You know, and we talk about this all the time, right? running, jumping, moving excessively. People could call it stimming, regulating, whatever. Hyperactivity is also a common sign of ADHD. Now, like all the examples here, this only works if you can relate to them as a person with ADHD. Rather than, yeah, that's not my experience. 
We're, we're trying to draw a connection here between autism and ADHD. Actually, before we get on to the next one, you know, I was, I think I, I read something or heard something a while back where there are, I believe there are some countries, maybe some in Europe, that have now, there's now like a mindset where if you've been, if you've been diagnosed as autistic, you don't require a formal diagnosis for ADHD. Is that right? Something like, something like that? Something like if you've been diagnosed autistic, um, it's like a diagnosable given that you have ADHD or you somehow qualify for ADHD support or medications because you're autistic. And uh, I don't know. I, I just, that's just a, just popped in my head. But it's an interesting thought, isn't it? Why would you, they, if they sound so similar and you're autistic, why would it, why do you need to be kind of assessed for both? If they share so many things and there's things that can help you, right? Treatments or, or medications or whatever, which some people swear by and some people don't like. All right. Number five, I think we're up to. Am I right? I lost it. So that's impulsivity. Another sign of autism and ADHD is impulsivity. So we're talking about acting without thinking of the consequences. This is something if you have a child who's autistic, you know well and truly about, right? So that, that's actually not just an autistic thing. Number six, difficulty with organisation. Autistic people, our executive function issues, cognitive skills, well, guess what? ADHD is also a neurodevelopmental condition. Executive function, cognitive skills, same challenge. So those with ADHD can also have difficulty with organisation, with time management, with executive function. Another connection. Number seven, forgetfulness. Autistic people can struggle with working memory. Working memory is a big thing for autistic kids too, like trying to develop that through school. Working memory is critical in learning and life. It's a real challenge for autistic kids. Remembering things in general like recalling instructions and details. It affects us as adults, but as children in school, this is a real impediment to education. Well, people with ADHD can also experience this, can also be forgetful, can also seem absent-minded. Another sign. Number eight, a poor attention span. It's kind of as a given, right? A poor attention span, it's another sign of ADHD. And people are like, well, yeah, no do. Well, actually, autistic people can also have difficulty sustaining their focus or becoming easily distracted. Number nine, a difficulty in learning. Autistic people and those with ADHD can have learning difficulties and may require individualised education plans or added supports to ensure they're able to understand and digest information. This may well be something you need as a person with ADHD. Autistic people require it as well. Another connection. And the final sign, you may be both ADHD and autistic. Intense interests. Both autistic people and those with ADHD can have intense interests, which may lead to an obsession with specific, specific topics or activities. Now, if this has resonated with you, if it's resonated with me, I'll tell you. <laughs> then... You, the next step, you might want to explore it further with your GP, with your family doctor, with a, a qualified healthcare professional for a potential 
assessment either way. The point is, though, what has it got you thinking? What discussion has this started? Let's continue that, my friends. My Friend Autism with Orion Kelly. Join the conversation now by following Orion Kelly on Facebook. All the socials are there to continue this conversation. It's always great to talk to you about the topics we talk about and how they resonate or how they make you feel. So please, let's continue this conversation on the socials. Again, I appreciate your support, my friend. It means the world we are trying to raise a level of understanding, acceptance and appreciation of the autistic community. Until my next video podcast, thank you so much for watching or listening and we'll talk soon. You've been listening to My Friend Autism with Orion Kelly. To join the conversation, get in touch with Orion and binge all the podcasts, blogs and videos, visit orionkelly.com.au.